0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.
1: God is good. Let us stand for our praise and worship as we worship unto the Lord today, giving him all the glory and the honor because he deserves it. hands we're gonna lift up our voices we're gonna give him all the praise all the glory and all the honor
2: your God. Glory to God. Guys, just keep playing. Just keep playing right there. Praise God. Come on, let's, if you can lift your hand this morning. Come on, let's just receive from this presence that's here on this morning. Oh God, we thank you. Oh God, we thank you. Oh God, we thank you. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. God we thank you that you loved us so much that you didn't want to leave us in our sin you didn't want to leave us in darkness so you sent Jesus hallelujah and Jesus humbled himself glory to God but he was given a name that's above every other name that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that He is Lord. So there's not anything with the name that can contend with the name of Jesus. <laughs> we have victory in the name. We have healing in the name. We have provision in the name. We have salvation in the name. We have righteousness in the name. We have wisdom in the name. We have favor in the name. We have joy in the name. We have peace in the name. Glory to God. We have, praise God, all things in the name. So in the name of Jesus, I speak to everything that doesn't line up with the word of God in the lives of people on the day. And I command it in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory to God. Yeah. Glory Move! Go! Glory to God! In the name of Jesus! You loose God's people now in Jesus' name. Glory to God! Sickness must go! Confusion must go! Hallelujah! Depression must go! Lack must go! Poverty must go! Joblessness must go! Glory to God! Relationship issues must go in the name of Jesus! Glory to God. And Father, we're gonna give you the praise and the glory and the honor. Come on, let's lift our voices this morning. Come on, let's give God a praise. Come on, let's let's go further this morning. Praise God. Come on, let's go in this morning. Praise God. Come on, let's go in this morning. Praise God. Woo! Jesus! Jesus! Jesus!
3: Jesus! 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 Praise
2: God! Wonderful name! Glory of name! Our for name Jesus! 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 Water for name! Glory to God!
3: Yes!
2: glory powerful, powerful name the name of Jesus,
0: Jesus.
3: Yes. name
2: glory to God yes with the sound of the name the name of Jesus glory to God Yes, 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 yes. Come on, let's lift up our voices and give God praise. Come on, let's thank God for the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. The Lord is good. Amen, amen, amen. Praise Jesus. Glory to God. To God, Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. 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 The Lord is good, and His mercy does endure forever. Amen. Praise God. How many are thankful for the name of Jesus? Glory to God. You know it's the name that got you out. You know it's the name that got you out from the grips of darkness. From the grips of the enemy. It's the name that got you out. And that name still causes darkness to tremble. Shiver, shake. One place in scripture says he runs from it with terror. Praise God. That name still yields the same power that it, that it yielded when Jesus was in the earth realm. Amen. Praise God. And he's given us power of attorney to use that name. So when you speak the name of Jesus in faith, it's as if Jesus is speaking himself. Glory to God. Amen. And guess what? The devil, circumstances, situations must bow, glory to God, at that name. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. I said, glory to God. So if you're dealing with anything today, just speak to it in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. If you have ailment in your body, just say, body be healed in the name of Jesus. Woo, glory to God. you a little short today with finances, shout glory to God. Finances come in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Amen. We got the victory, y'all. I said, we got the victory, y'all. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it feels like. I don't care what it smells like. I said you have the victory in Jesus' name. I said you have the victory. You, you, you and you have the victory in Jesus' name. I don't care what it says. I don't care what people say. I don't care what the reports say. The word of God. The word of God. I said the word of God says you have victory thanks be unto God who all who gives us the victory in Christ Jesus yea in all these things we are more than conquerors in him that loves us are you hearing what I'm saying I say you're hearing what I'm saying praise God so let's give a shout like a victorious person this morning come on shout like you're victorious shout like you win shout glory to God I said shout glory to God Jesus. amen, praise God, amen, praise God, well we welcome everyone today, praise God, especially our first time guests, if you're with us for the very first time on this morning, we say welcome, and let me tell you something, your time with us today is not by accident, it is by divine appointment. Why? Because we've been praying for you. We've been praying that you come and sit and hear the living word of God and get an answer to whatever you are facing in life. Amen? And that you'll leave this place changed and transformed in the name of Jesus. So when you came in, they should have given you a a guest packet. If you take a moment and fill out the connection card on the inside of that, the rest of it is just information about how we can serve you and your family. And uh, we're, just, we're just grateful that you're here with us on the day. So why don't our partners greet each other and greet our first-time guests in the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God.
4: FCCI. Here are this week's announcements. Partners and friends, join us on Wednesday, February 27th at 7pm for Victorious Living University. This month's topic is about activating your dreams. Come receive valuable insight and how to put your dreams to the test. Hey ladies. Mark your calendars and make plans to join Dr. Wendy for a night of the word, food, giveaways, and great fellowship at the Living Your Best Life Ladies' Night Out on Friday, March 29th at 7 p.m. It'll be a night to remember, so invite and bring your sister friends. The event is free, so we'll see you there. Join other partners and friends for Victorious Mornings, a 15-minute weekly call each Monday at 6 a.m., Start your week seeking God, being uplifted, strengthened, and encouraged through the Word of God while developing an intimate time with God. To take advantage of this impactful opportunity, simply call 605-468-8860 and enter the code 198051. The Bible says, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Let's get on one accord and experience victory through the power of the Word of God. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are buzzing with inspirational quotes, up-to-date news, and videos. As a matter of fact, take out your mobile devices and connect with us now. You'll be glad you did. Details for all other events can be found by visiting fcci.life. Check it out today so you'll be in the right place at the right time with the right people. God bless and enjoy the rest of the service.
5: Praise the Lord, everybody. I said praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Amen. How many worshipers do I have in the house? Amen. Everybody. Amen. We're going to continue in the act of worship as we give our tithes and our offering, amen? Amen. everybody excited about giving on today? Amen, so I'm glad to hear. I'm gonna read this morning, Mark chapter 12, verses 41 through 44. This is the Amplified Version, and it says, and he sat down opposite the temple treasury and began watching how the people were putting money into the treasury, and many rich people were putting in large sums. A poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which amount to a mite. And verse 43 goes on to say, Calling his disciples to him, he said to them, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, this poor widow put in proportionally more than all the contributors to the treasury. For they all contributed from their surplus. But she, from her poverty, put in all she had, all she had to live on. Amen. Amen. Uh, this scripture really struck out, stuck out to me. And it goes back to what was shared on, even last year saying how your heart is greater than the amount that you give, your heart. So I can give everything, or I can give all that I, I have, but if I'm giving grudgingly under compulsion, and I'm just throwing it, at, throwing it at the offering bucket, I'm not giving with my heart. I'm giving from the surplus that I do have. It's not to go to say that those who have a surplus, when they do give, but you're giving with cheerfully. You're giving thankfully saying, Lord, this belongs to you. So I'm giving it unto you. There's a difference in those givings, amen? So I'm giving my best, even in my worship, freedom in my worship. So I'm giving it to you freely. It is yours. I'm giving it unto you, amen? So even on this morning, as you prepare to give, make sure that you do have the right heart. Amen. Start where you are. Say, Lord, I thank you for what you have blessed me with. Above the tithe, I want to give. This is what I'm going to give unto you. And I thank you right now for blessing this seed that I'm sowing into good ground. Amen. So there are four ways that you can give on this morning. If you're giving by check or even by cash, make sure you take an envelope so that you may be receipted on your giving. There's also electronically that you can can also pay electronically, and that's through the Pushpay application that's on iOS devices as well as Android devices. heart with expectations amen worshipers i love it uh, are we going to do this confession together and this confession that we do every sunday over our tithes and our offering we say it not just to be saying it we're saying it firmly believing it that it is done so every word that is coming out of our mouth as we speak it we're believing it we're not just saying it we're hearing what it is that we're saying And we believe that what it is that we're seeing, we will see the manifestation, amen. Amen. All right, it says, Father God, I thank you for providing resources for me and my family to participate in this supernatural opportunity to worship you through giving. Everything I have belongs to you, and I gladly honor you by returning the tithe, the top 10% of my income. I receive the windows of heaven blessings and the multiplication of finances and favor in my life. As I give, I am trusting you with my finances, and I declare that there is never a situation or season where there is not more than enough. There is always more than enough. There is always more than enough. There is always more than enough. For everything you have given me and my family to do, there is always more than enough. All debts are canceled. God says so. It won't be long now. In Jesus' name, amen. You are now under the direction of the ushers.
1: Give him the glory that he so much deserves. And on today, just tell him, Lord, I love you. Hallelujah.
2: let's stand and give God praise come on let's all stand and give God praise how many need Jesus this morning anybody need Jesus this morning how many need Jesus tomorrow how about the next day how many need Jesus every day of your life amen glory to God how many love the Lord amen hallelujah glory to God father we bless you and we thank you so much we thank you again For the name of Jesus, we thank you again that you loved us first. That's why we love you. And Father, we declare from our hearts today, we love the Lord. Hallelujah. And we need the Lord. And Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that the word of God is alive, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Thank you that the word of God is spirit and life. I thank you that the word is incorruptible seed. Thank you that the word is our victory in seed form. And as we hear the word on today, thank you that victory will come, praise God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you that revelation comes. Thank you that impartation happens. And I declare and decree that transformation will take place in the lives of the hearers on today in Jesus' name. So we give you praise, and we give you glory, and we give you honor for it in Jesus' name. Come on, lift up another praise today. Come on, glory to God. Yeah, come on, come on, come on. Let's give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Amen. Praise God. High five your neighbor this morning and say, let's get into this word. Let's get into this word. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. I believe I have a group of victorious people in the house on the day. Can I get any co-signers in the house? Anybody co-sign? I said, I believe I have a group of victorious people in the house on today. Glory to God. Yes. Amen. 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 Praise God. John chapter number 10, verse number 10. It's our foundational text for our years. Uh, Word for the for the house, and that is the year of enjoyment and Jesus said over in John chapter 10 verse number 10 in the Amplified it says the thief comes only in order to steal and Kill and destroy I came that they may have and enjoy life. Can you say with me today enjoy life? Enjoy life and have it what an enjoyable life in abundance to the full till it overflows praise God so even though the enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy, Jesus came with a different purpose. Jesus came that we may have and enjoy life and have that kind of life in abundance. Not just barely making it, praise God. Not just, just enough to get by. Uh, not, no, he's not talking about a little dab will do you, praise God. He's talking about an overflow. He's talking about an overflow, which is enough for yourself, is enough for your family, and is enough for others, Amen. Praise God. So tell your neighbor, say, you don't know how blessed you are this morning because I let you sit by me today because I'm overflowing. Come on, say, I'm overflowing. Come on, tell them, say, I'm overflowing. I'm overflowing. Praise God. So now if you're overflowing, guess who's going to get the overflow? Your neighbor. Amen. Praise God. Now just imagine if we all lived in the overflow. Woo, praise God. We could literally create a flood of the glory of God. Amen. Praise God. And we're well on our way. Amen. Praise God. So we're talking about, or we're in a series of lessons that I've simply entitled The Fullness. The Fullness. Praise God. So today is week number three in this particular lesson. And so I encourage you, if you haven't been able to take part of our verse, uh, lessons one and two, uh, then make sure you get the MP3 or CD or something from our bookstore, because it's important that you get uh, that revelation inside of you. But uh, we looked at Ephesians 3, and I'm just going to look really at uh, verse number 19, just for the sake of time, because I have somewhere I want to get to on today. Uh, Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 19, it says, To know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled, y'all read this with me, with all the fullness of God. I ask you to read that with me. Say, with all the fullness of God. Everybody shout the fullness. Amen. So now, again, God wants us to have all of him. But we have to understand this. We're only only able to receive that which we can contain. God is not going to bust the sides for you. You're going to have to expand your capacity to receive more of God. So the declaration in the prayer should not be, God, I want more of you. The declaration in prayer should be, I'm enlarging myself to receive more of you. Because God never slows the flow. The flow is full on with God all the time. Amen? Praise God. And you'll have, and you do have, and as the truth of, truth of the matter is, you do have as much of God as you want right now. Okay, praise the Lord. All right, let me, let me move on. Hey, amen. Now, the fullness is this. The state of being filled so as to leave no part vacant. So we're talking about the fullness. We're talking about jam-packed, pressed together, no space left empty uh, uh, with God. Amen? Praise God. And we said this, that the fullness of God comes by the Spirit. That's very important. Do not forget that. The fullness of God comes by the Spirit of God. Why? Because the Spirit of God is that part of God that's still in the earth realm. Father's in heaven, Jesus is in heaven, the Spirit of God is in the earth, and the Spirit of God is in you and I, those of us who are born again. Got it? So now, we, have, we get the fullness of God by the Spirit of God. So we looked at, in part number one, the ministry of Holy Spirit in us, or in you, okay? Last week, we talked about this, uh, the ministry of the Spirit of God on us, or up on us, and that's we didn't get to finish last week, so we're going to uh, jump back into what we were discussing on last week so that we can get a complete understanding of what the Spirit of God is saying to us. So let's go to the book of... Um, book of Acts now. Let's go to the book of Acts, and um, let's look at some things today. Just a brief review so we can get us all up to speed, and then uh, we can go from there, okay? Acts chapter, did I give you Acts chapter 2? Did I give you Acts chapter 2? No? Okay, can you find Acts chapter 2 with me, uh, for me real fast? Um, I'll just mention this, but Acts chapter number 1, and I'm gonna look at, uh, beginning at verse 1, okay? Acts chapter 2, verse number 1. But um, over in Acts chapter 1, and uh, you can write it down in your notes, beginning at verse number 1, uh, the Bible begins to talk about, um, we're really the verse number 4, the Bible talks about the group of people that Jesus spoke to to be assembled in Jerusalem until the Spirit of God came. And so the Bible says that Jesus said that they were going to be baptized with Holy Spirit, not many days hence. And then verse number 8 of Acts chapter 1 says that you shall receive power, after that the Holy Spirit has come up on you. All right? So now, we explained last week that there's a difference uh, of Holy Spirit coming in us than Holy Spirit coming up on us. Because at the born-again experience, all, everyone who's born again has the Spirit of God come and make His abode in Him. Say with me today, if you're born again, He's in me. But then there's a second experience called the baptism of the Holy Spirit or being filled with the Spirit that now the Holy Spirit comes up on us. All right? Now, the, uh, the primary purpose of the Holy Spirit being in us is for our own personal growth, edification, and success. But now the purpose of the Holy Spirit coming up on us is to further our, our growth and success but also be a catalyst that we can be a blessing to others. Amen. Because, see, God doesn't want us just to have enough for us. Come on, somebody. He wants us to have enough for us and more than enough so we can give out. Because we don't want to be in the place that we give out and then ourselves come empty. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying today? So over in Acts chapter 2 is the manifestation of uh, what Jesus spoke about, and we know it as the day of Pentecost. So Acts chapter 2, verse number 1 says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared unto them divided tongues as a fire. And one set upon each of them. And they were all filled. Everybody shout filled. They were all what? filled. With Holy Spirit and began to speak with tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now what are we talking about? The fullness. And at the day of Pentecost they were all filled. And when were they all filled? They were all filled when Holy Spirit came upon them. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now we understand that from context and 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 scriptural um, handling scripture correctly that this event happened so that people who were in that region could hear the gospel in their own language. However, we know from Scripture through further study that the baptism of the Holy Spirit was not a one-time event. This was the release of it, but the idea was for all believers to then become baptized with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking other tongues. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? Now let's go to Acts chapter number... Uh, Acts chapter number uh, 10, I think it is. Acts chapter number 10, just so that we can look at some things uh, on today. Praise God. Acts chapter number 10 and beginning at verse number 44. Acts chapter 10, verse 44. These are just proof texts to prove to you that the baptism of the Holy Spirit didn't stop at the day of Pentecost. Okay, I mentioned them last week, but I didn't let you put your eyes on them, so I'll do that today. Acts chapter 10 verse number 44 says while Peter was still speaking these words the holy spirit fell upon up up or up on all those who heard the word look at verse 45 and those of the circumcision who believed were astonished as many as came with Peter because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also, for they heard them, what? Speak with tongues and do what? Magnify God. So now, this is when the gospel started to spread through all regions that, uh, that Peter began to preach, and the Bible said Holy Spirit fell on them. Praise God. And then the, 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 the um, circumcision, or those that was of Jewish descent, uh, descent became surprised that the Gentiles were receiving Holy Spirit. Because this was really the first time they see God move beyond the original uh, Jewish family. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But why were they astonished? They were astonished because they heard them. Everybody say they heard them. They heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. We mentioned to you last week that the evidence or the sign of being baptized with Holy Spirit is the ability to speak with other tongues. Are y'all listening to me this morning? All right, Acts chapter 19, let's go there. Again, this is just proof text to let you know that baptism of the Holy Spirit was not just a one-time event at the day of Pentecost, okay? This is Acts chapter 19 and verse number 6. It says here, And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came up on them, and they spoke with tongues and what? Prophesied. Notice now, Every time the Scripture says, Holy Spirit comes up on you, the evidence is that they now begin to speak with tongues. Can y'all see that? When you look at John, and when John talked about Holy Spirit coming in us, it has said nothing about them being able to speak with tongues. But as soon as now Holy Spirit comes up on a person, they become empowered, and that empowerment is now evidenced by the ability to speak with other tongues. Now, through a lack of understanding and an and incomplete teaching, people sometimes back up when, they, when people begin to talk about being filled with the Spirit and speaking with tongues. Why? Because we've heard all kinds of junk all over our lives. We've heard that it's from the devil. We've heard that it's passed away. We've heard that it was only for the apostles. We've heard that it was only for the day of Pentecost. No, friend, if you study the Bible or we hear something like there has to be an interpreter when you speak in tongues. When you, when you really study the Bible like the Bible tells you, this, the Bible says that study to show yourself approved, a workman unto God that needs not to be ashamed. We need to learn how to rightly divide and handle this word ourselves. We gotta stop getting in a place where we just take somebody's word for it because they look like or they sound like they know what they're talking about. That doesn't make a difference. You may look like, you may look the part, you may even sound like the part, but you better back up by scripture because this word is the only thing that's gonna be left at the end of days. Everybody's revelation, everybody's opinion, every, everybody's uh, whatever they think to, uh, interpretation is going to be gone. It's going to be proven by fire. And the Bible says the only thing that's going to be remained is that which is of the word of God. Amen. And see, I, don't, I think it's unfortunate that people of God have to live without something because they're not willing to take the time to, the, to discover revelation themselves, and they just take somebody's word for it. No, you don't live on somebody else's revelation. You live on your own revelation. And the only way you get your own revelation is you got to get in the Word yourself and begin to study and dig and study and dig and ask Holy Spirit, reveal this to me. Because the only revelation that you're going to stand on and the only revelation you're going to be strong in is the one you have. You can't fight the devil with what pastor said. I can guarantee you that. You can't fight the devil with what my mama said. I guarantee you that. You can't fight the devil with what your friend says. You got to fight the devil with what God says. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And the only way to know what God says is you got to get in the word and find out what he says. Amen. Amen. I was saved for a couple of years, and I was in the church, and that, and that church taught that tongues were of the devil. And whoever speaks in tongues, we got to cast the devil out of them. That was what my pastor taught us. And so I backed up, and I pulled back. I was like, no, 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 we ain't getting none of that. And then the devil magnified that by allowing us to go to a service where they tarried to get the Holy Spirit. I don't know if you understand what that is. I mean, they work to get it. No, you don't understand. They work to get it. And so with this service, we sitting in the back. Whoever's not filled with the Holy Spirit, whoever doesn't speak in tongues, come up front. And so everybody that spoke in tongues got around them and just started yelling and hollering in tongues. Get, feel them, feel them, feel them. Just, and just, I'm like, let's get out of here. Because it was further proving to me that this stuff is of the devil, and the devil used what could have blessed me to support what I was already believing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Then we messed around, and we went to a church, and we ended up in the wrong section of the church. I don't know how we just walked in, walked, and I, I probably was probably was by. By 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 divine leading of the Lord. We ended up in this foundation class. Wouldn't wouldn't need members of the church. We just we just showed up in the class. Okay, let's this look like something going on. Let's just sit in here. And so we began to sit in there, and then uh, they began to teach on Holy Spirit. But let me rewind a little bit, because uh, Dr. Wendy, she uh, received baptism of Holy Spirit. Just the Holy Spirit fell on them, just like we looked at in Acts chapter 10. Holy Spirit fell on them. And she called me, and she said, guess what happened? I said, what? She said, I just got filled with the Spirit, and, and I could speak in tongues. And I said, do it. I showed up there, said, I said, do it. In other words, I was saying, prove it. And she just went to talking in tongues. And boy, that thing fired me up so bad, I was mad as a firecracker. What was I mad at? I was mad because she got filled first. And I wasn't going to be left behind. And so the next day, I go out in my car and say, God, fill me. Fill me, God, fill me. Fall on me, God. Fall on me, God. And, and nothing fell. Why? Because I wasn't doing it with the right heart. I was doing it to compete with her. So now we walk in this church. She already filled. We walk in this church and sit back and they began to teach the word of God on baptism of the Holy Spirit. Breaking it down just like I'm doing right now to you today breaking it down line upon line, precept upon precept, just broke it down, made it so plain, and they said at the end of the class, we're going to lay hands and we're going to pray for people to be filled with the Spirit tonight in service. So I went over there, and we got in the service, and it got to the end of the service. He said, all right, we're going to make an altar call, be filled with the Spirit, and I I had concrete boots on. I was like, and she hunched me. She's like, don't you want that? I said, yeah. She said, go on up there then. And I went on up there, and I came back speaking in tongues. Amen. But what happened? I had to get the revelation from the Word of God and not continue to live on somebody else's doctrine. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so we got filled with the spirit and then we came back to the same church that the pastor taught the tongues of the devil and we tried our best to get every single person in that church filled with the spirit. We showed up dead. We invite people over our house. We're going to pray for you, man. We're going to pray. We was having secret meetings. We were doing everything, man. We're going to have a revival up in here, boy. Because we got a hold of something that I knew was God. Amen. Now that wasn't the right way. Praise God. That was out of order. Come on, talk to me. I had the right heart, but i had the wrong m- order, okay? It was wrong, order. I should have been submissive to the pastor. But at that time, I felt I knew a little bit more than he did. Praise the Lord. And that's wrong, y'all. That's wrong. Take a neighbor's head. He's telling you he did something wrong. That was years ago. That's wrong. Because God does everything decently and in in order. Right? So we tried our best, man. We tried our best. We, we were getting young people filled with the Spirit. We were getting the old people filled with the Spirit. Whoever wanted to listen to it, we were trying to get them filled with the Spirit. And boy, he found out it burned him up. It burned them up. And so at that time, I knew God, you know, God was already speaking to us about some other things. And, and I knew it was more to life than that what was happening in that church. And so we began to seek other things and, and the Word of God. So we started traveling across the country. And we got linked up to some people that really fed us. Uh, the way that we need to be fed, and we eventually left that church. And we left it right. Praise God. We left it right. I said we left it right. And so anyway, and long story short, eventually he became, found out later on, he became fit with the Spirit. Yes. Praise God. Praise God. Because he got around some people that was also filled with the Spirit, and, and, he, and he if you hang around the creek bank long enough, you're going to slip in. That's why y'all hang around here long enough. Y'all going to slip in some stuff. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So I say all that to say is that when, we, when people start teaching on this and discussing this, sometimes even saved people start backing up because a lot of times what you don't understand, you're more likely to criticize because it's easier to criticize than to... Uh, to judge it with the word. See, it's easier to say that they are of the devil than to look in the scripture and find out that you're wrong. Does that make sense? And so I want us, I want you to be, I want you to hear this, and I want you to hear this uh, and get some understanding of it because I, I, I tell you what, my life, I, I know, I know by I know as a truth that my life. Would no, be nowhere near where it is now without me being able, being filled with the Spirit when I was, I guarantee you that. Because uh, I know some things opened up in my life one, once I stepped in this particular experience that we're talking about on today. Is, is, is everybody with me? Okay, great. Now let me let me uh, let me tell you this. We talked about truth number one last week that uh, Jesus released the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So. I say that because if Jesus released the baptism of the Holy Spirit, then it must be of God. Because the Scripture says that he only did and he only said what he saw his father do and heard his father say. That's Scripture. So Jesus would not say anything of his own if it was not first sanctioned by by God. Is that making sense to you? So that's truth number one, that Jesus released the baptism of Holy Spirit, okay? We said truth number two was the baptism of Holy Spirit being filled with the Spirit is evidenced by speaking with tongues. We just saw three three scriptural examples of that, Acts 2, Acts 10, and Acts 19. Every single one of them, they all spoke with tongues. Why? Because the evidence of being filled with the Spirit is the ability to speak with other tongues, all right? So that's truth number two. Truth number three is where we left off last week, is that there is a dual purpose of other tongues. There's a dual purpose of other tongues. There is a personal... Tongues are used for personal edification, and then tongues are also used for public demonstration. All right, say with me this morning, personal edification, public demonstration. Okay, say it again. Personal edification, public demonstration. So there's dual roles for other tongues, Okay. Now, let's go to 1 Corinthians 14. Again, I'm still reviewing, and I'm going to do it for three more minutes, and then i got to get into some stuff, okay? Uh, 1 Corinthians 14, okay? Because Paul, the Apostle Paul, and I hope some of y'all did your homework and went home and read 1 Corinthians 14 uh, to get the clarity of what, what we're talking about. But 1 Corinthians 14, verses 1 through 5, let, let's, for the sake of time, let's jump through some things. Look at verse number 2. 1 Corinthians 14 two, 14, 2. For he who speaks in the tongue does not speak to men, but to who? But to who? But to God. For no one understands him, howbeit in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. So now, one who speaks in an unknown tongue, those that are baptized with the Holy Spirit, speaks in an unknown tongue for personal edification. The Bible says he's not talking to men but he's talking to God. And what is he doing when he's talking to God? He's releasing mysteries. He's releasing hidden things that he he or she will walk in in the future. He's He's speaking forth mysteries of wisdom, mysteries of direction, mysteries of revelation, that one day the revelation and the mystery that he spoke will meet up with him or her and will provide him with divine insight on some things that's in the future. Are y'all with me today? Speaking forth mysteries. But the point I want you to make, uh, now jump down to verse number four. Let me, let me say this, and I'll, then I'll say what I have to say. Verse number four says, He who speaks in a tongue edifies who? Who? Himself. But he who prophesies edifies the church. So now, under the personal edification purpose of speaking other tongues the purpose is not to speak to anyone the purpose is to edify them, yourself and to speak to God so now if i'm only want to build myself up edify myself and talk to God personally i do not need an interpretation is that everybody clear on that i got i got to i got to get you to see this Because somebody will shut you down and say, well, you can't speak in tongues unless there's an interpreter. But see, all I'm trying to do is to build myself up. All I'm trying to do is talk to God about some things. So if that's the case, and if it's all about me, why do I need an interpretation for you to understand what I'm talking to God about about me? I don't. So the purpose is I'm building myself up, and the purpose is I'm talking to God. Everybody clear on that? Amen. Now, the second purpose is public demonstration. Now, let's jump over to uh, 1 Corinthians 14. Let's look at verse number um, 27. Okay, verse number 27. 1 Corinthians 14, 27 says, If anyone speaks in a tongue, let there be two, or at the most three, each in turn, and let one interpret. See, Pastor, I told you that there have to be an interpreter when you speak in tongues. Now, again, slow your roll and find out what the purpose is. Now, the purpose of 1 Corinthians fourteen, verse number, uh, uh, verse number, uh, what was it? Verse number twenty-seven. The purpose is public demonstration. The purpose now is to get a message to the people. So now if I want to give a message to you today and I lead off in tongues, the Bible says I have to have someone come and interpret what I just said so you can get the message. Because me speaking in another tongue won't do you any good without an interpretation because you won't understand what I'm saying. Is that, is that clear with everybody? Amen. It says, but verse 28, but there is no, but if there is no interpreter, let him keep silent in the church and let him speak to who himself and to God. So if there's not an interpreter that's in the house and God will tell you. If you feel an unction to give a message in other tongues, God will confirm that message and he'll also confirm that there is going to be an interpreter. It's all done by the spirit. It's all done by the spirit. You hear what I'm saying? So if you jump up or somebody jump up and give a message in tongues and nobody comes behind them and gives an interpretation, folks, I can be as frank as I want to be, that person missed God. Not to say they're bad people, they just missed God. <laughs> Y'all look so, so dejected when I say that. Okay. They just missed God. Not that they meant anything bad, but if there's no interpretation... Well, let me say it this way. Let me say it this way. Thank you, Lord. Let me say it this way. Either they miss God or the interpreter miss God. Okay, that's that's better said because sometimes the interpreter gets cold feet as well because they they don't want to be wrong. Amen. I said amen. But it's all done by the Spirit. You hear what I'm saying? Now... Let me make sure that we're all clear because I, I, want, I want to make sure this is crystal clear. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want any cloudiness in this. Okay? Because uh, if you don't understand this, you'll go out and mess yourself up and others trying to explain your incomplete revela- revelation to them. Oh, now y'all don't like me because I said that. Jesus says the blind will lead the blind and the both will end up in the ditch. So if you're not crystal clear, you ever you ever been following somebody that said they, know, know, know what they knew where they was going, and you just riding and riding and riding. When are we gonna get there? Oh, I know, I know. And you just keep turning and keep turning and keep turning. Finally, you just pull over in the gas station yourself. Like, can you tell me where this place is? And let them just go on. because they didn't know what they were doing, but because they wanted to be leading something, they say they knew where they was going. Y'all ain't never been that way before, okay? So listen, let me help you. If you don't know where you're going, don't try to lead somebody. Come on, come on. Just, just say, I, I, I have no clue. We can figure this out together, but, you know, I really don't need to be in front. Amen. And let me help you out, too. Uh, if those of you who follow, especially in cars, when you follow somebody in cars, be a good follower. Is it, what is a good follower? A good follower is one that looks two or three cars down the road. Because really, when you follow somebody, the, the back car should get over first, so everybody that's in front of them can get over when they need to pass somebody. Don't let the lead car get over, and then lead car, go, and then the lead car got to slow down down the road because catch-up everybody because y'all weren't y'all paying attention. So be a good follower. Or just ride with somebody. Just say, let me ride with you. Just carpool, OK? Because it's, it's, it's supposed to move like a real all machine. Just You get over and get over. Sometimes when Dr. Wendy is, is, is following me sometimes, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, get over. I'm trying to you know, do telepathy. Get over. 'Cause I'm because I'm we about to just get get over so I can get over. But but sometimes it don't work that way. Praise God. And put my signal on. Everybody stretch forth your hands to <laughs> Minister David. He needs prayer right now. <laughs> <laughs> Call his name out. I think you say I'm just (laughs) messing I'll try that next time I'll put it on like a half a mile before we need to get over Just maybe she'll see it praise God because some people drive and they, they don't be paying attention to nothing you ain't see me waving at you I ain't seen nothing I was right there in front of you. I, I ain't seen nothing. Just, just, just tunnel vision. Now, you, say, you probably said, why is he talking about that? Really, this, 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 this really can tie into what I'm saying. Because you can have tunnel vision when it comes to the things of God and only want to consider what you think you know about it. And you'll miss the fullness of what the Lord wants you to see. Because he He wants you to see, he wants you to understand the height, the length, the depth of the things of God. And see, sometimes we can see some things out the side of our eye. You know, peripheral vision. But if we have tunnel vision, we'll miss a lot of things that's going on around us. Because all we want to do is be focused on what we think we know. Amen. Folks, don't ever don't ever get to the place. I don't care what you have to do. Don't ever get to the place where you think you know everything. There's a a title for that. It's called Pride. P-R-I-D-E. You do not know everything. And you will not know everything until you get to glory. You hear what I'm saying? Amen. Got it? So I I think that's uh, praise God. Okay, so everybody's crystal clear. How many? How many purposes is is for other tongues? How many? To y'all, good class. Public, I'm me personal, edification and public. Okay, wh- what what purpose do you need an interpreter? Public demonstration. Is an interpreter required when you just praying for yourself and talking to God? No. So can you pray in other tongues without an interpreter? Yes, as long as you're only building yourself up and talking to God for yourself. Is that clear? Amen. Praise God. All right, now let's look at some benefits. Let's look at the benefits in, uh, in a little bit more detail uh, of being baptized or filled with the Spirit because everything, everybody say everything. Everything God has for you is beneficial for you. Everything God has for you is beneficial for you. And check this out. Everything God has for you is easy. Did you hear what I said? He says, says, Come upon me, come come unto me, learn of me, uh, take uh, take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burden is what? Light. Everything God has for you is easy and it's beneficial and it's profitable. Everything. Folks it's easy for you to pray. It's easy for you to worship. Come on, it's easy for you to praise God. Come on, it's easy for you to love your neighbor. I said it's easy, y'all, y'all, y'all falling on me. I said it's easy. It's easy for you to love your neighbor. Come on, It's easy. Sound is easy. You know who makes it hard? We do. We make it hard because we put conditions on it. We say we're going to love them if they treat us right. The Bible don't say nothing about loving people who treat you right. He said love them that hate your guts. And the more they hate you, the more you should love them. And what's the highest level of love? Pray for them. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And that's easy. Shout, it's easy. <laughs> Glory to God. Everything God asks you to do is easy. Why? Because he wants to do it with you. Come on, tithing and giving is easy.
5: Oh,
2: I'm, I'm, lo- I'm, losing, I'm losing my help. I said it's easy. Everybody that, got the, everybody that has income can start tithing the next time they receive income. Just like that. Just like that, no prayer, no fasting, no sackcloth and ashes, nothing. Just like that, it's just that easy. I said it's just that easy. Well, how's it easy, Pastor? Just give God His first, and you're done. Who complicates it? If we just do what the man says, it's easy. And you know what? It's easy to be filled with the Spirit. It's just as easy as it is to be born again. Anybody, anywhere can get born again in a split second. It's just that easy. God does not add work to what he he has for you. You are saved by grace through faith, not of works. Lest any man should boast. God removes all work from you and I from what he has you to do. Why? Because if he doesn't, we'll turn it into a competition. Man, we're we'll turning into a competition. I prayed 11 hours. How many hours did you pray yesterday? Well, I prayed 11 hours in 15 minutes. You pray 11 hours in 15 minutes, then you're going to go home and try to pray 12 hours because you're, you're trying to top somebody else. It's not about competition. Everything God has for you is easy. Oh, man, that's the word That's the word, right there, man. I, don't, I Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. That came from the Spirit. Everything God has for you is easy. It's easy for you to get along with your supervisor. I said it's easy. Who complicates it?
0: Because
2: mm-hmm. somewhere we 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 received this seed that somebody out to give us, somebody trying to keep us down. Listen, folks. According to the Word of God, no one can keep you down. If God be for you, who can be against you? Now, 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 now. Tell me how somebody gonna keep you down with that scripture. Now, if you're going to let people to keep you down with that scripture, that means you are giving them more power than you're giving God. Shout out, I can't be kept down. I can't be kept down. I don't care what your color is. I don't care what your gender is. I don't care what your background is. You cannot be kept down. If God be for you, Because promotion comes from the from the, ha, doesn't come from the north south or east or west. The promotion comes from God. He knows how to put up one and put down another. Bless the Lord. Hey, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? They don't like me. So what? I'm God's child. He knows how to take care of me. He knows how to protect me. I just gotta walk in love. Are y'all mad now? Yeah, who can keep you down? We got to get out of this stuff, man. Nobody can keep you down. If you're a child of the Most High God, you just got to recognize who you are. Man, I don't know how I get no all this stuff. I'm supposed to be talking about the Spirit. But I think I am. I think I am because greater. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Because what? Greater. Come on, come on, come on. What? Greater. Greater is he that is what? In me than he that's in the world. So if if people are using worldly tactics to try to keep you down, what's in you is greater. It's going to cause you to rise to the top, praise God. Cause you to be on top, praise God. Cause you to always win, praise God. Shout out, cannot be denied, glory to God. But you know where that is? That's up here. That's in your soul. Because your spirit is like, come on, man, let's go. Your spirit is like, man, we got this.
5: And your soul is like, well, they, all know. they all treat me bad. Don't, I'm disadvantaged.
2: How are you disadvantaged with the power of the Most High God backing you up? Hello? They ain't paying me right. So what? Sow a seed and get paid some other ways. Do you know where that is? Up here. Because we want to do things in the natural. But you're not natural. You're supernatural. And a supernatural person trying to live natural is like a fish trying to live out of water. He's trying to survive. Gasping for air. But no, you got to get in your environment. If you're supernatural, you need to live in the supernatural. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I say you're hearing what I'm saying. Glory to God. I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm not talking just Bible. I'm talking my experience because I had one of the worst. I probably had your supervisor times 10. That woman was something. Jesus Christ, the Lord of all. <laughs> y'all understand, man. That was, she was vexing. She was vexing to, my, to me. Vexing. But I needed that money, though. Jesus, boy, I needed that money, boy. So I went in there every single day because I needed that money. But she didn't make it. She didn't make it. She didn't make it. Jesus. Now, remember, I pray, I used to pray for her every single day. God, fix that woman. Fix that woman. I pray for her. I, I pray. I prayed in Thomas for it too. I shat that out of her, shat it. Shannon ain't the most, son of her. And the Lord said, it's, she's not the problem. And I said, the devil is alive. That woman is like three problems. He said, she is not the problem, it's you. What? What? I'm praying for it and I'm the problem? He said, yeah, your heart's not right. I said, God, no. And after that day, I still had to pray for myself. Had to pray for myself. Pray for myself, and I'm telling you, she had to take a leave of absence because of medical things. And guess who? Was her, guess who was her point man in the office? Wayne Fry. Praise God. She called Wayne. I only at Wayne, Wayne, Wayne Fry. Call on to Wayne, Wayne Fry. Call on to Hello. Hey. Hey. What's going on? Hey, I need you to do this. I need you to take care for who? Who not late? Who who coming in late? She. I was her eyes and ears in the office because she had to work from home. How did that happen? That was God. That was me being supernatural and getting out of the natural. So you think a new job is going to fix it. A new job is not going to fix it because you're going to take your same heart to the new job. And every relationship, including job relationships, go through four stages. The first one is ecstasy. You're going to be so happy that you're out of the place that you came from, that you're going to be loving the new place. Ooh, I love this new job. Ooh, I tell you what, ooh, until you got something planned. And they tell you, I need you to stay late today. I thought we discussed this in the interview process, that I was not going to be available but to be working late. Well, we need you to work late today. I right, I'll do it this time. I'll do it this time. But you're going to leave out there. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one thing. This will make no sense. I don't, I don't know why people be telling you something. Be lying. Why didn't you just tell me that? I told them I couldn't be working late. And then you mumbling and grumbling. Guess what? You've opened the door for your heart to come back out. And then would you go? Go to Brooklyn. You, you, can you believe? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Just what happened to me. You mean to tell you what happened to me? They had the nerve. To tell me I had to work late. When they told me that I had to work late, when they hired me. But you know, they ain't the nerve. How, how, what The nerve of them. Now, what are you doing? Sowing the seeds of discord. Why? Because your heart hadn't changed. But you thought the new job would fix you. Throw your hands up. Throw your hands up. Yeah, yeah. Throw your hands up. Come on, y'all. Howl at your boy. Is this getting is too close to home or what? But it's easy for you to succeed on your current job. Oh, y'all yeah, see? Yeah. Ain't nobody trying to co-sign because y'all got your resumes out. I know you on Indeed. I know you're on Indeed.com. I know you're on Indeed. You're just, you just waiting for a click. Because you thought that was the answer. The answer is not it. That's not the answer. The answer to you moving to a new city, that's not the answer either. Because if you're not living by faith in Charlottesville, you ain't going to live by faith in Atlanta. So you'll be barely making it there just like you're barely making it here because you're not living by faith. (laughs) Oh, Lord Jesus. Ah! Tell your neighbors, I'm glad you came today. I'm glad. You came today. Tell him, tell him, look at him square in the eye and say, I'm glad you came today because everything he's saying, I knew you needed to hear what he was saying. Now look back at him and say, you're not alone because I needed to hear the same thing too. I needed to hear the exact same thing too. i tell you what, I, I needed to hear the same thing. Now can we get back into talking about the spirit or what? I mean, we have been, but I'm just saying, in a different way. Now, I need y'all to change you attitude today and show up tomorrow a new you. Walk in there like you know you got all of heaven back in you. Walk in there like you know that greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Walk in there like if God be for me, who can be against me? Bless God. I'm glory to God. Walk in there like you know all things. Praise God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Just walk in there with some confidence. And they'll be like, ooh, what happened to you? Ooh. He said, baby, I got taken care of yesterday. The Lord helped me out on yesterday. In service. Where you go to church? You're going to be that different. Come on, you go with me Wednesday. You can come on and go with me Sunday. The Lord will fix you too. Praise God. But see, people, if if, if unbelievers are not seeing believers on top, they're not inquiring. They're not inquiring about nothing because they don't see victory on you. Does this make sense to anybody? No, when when you start walking in victory, praise God, people are going to start asking them questions. Like, how do you do that? I don't do this on my own, baby. I do this with the help of the Lord. I've learned that I'm a supernatural being, having a natural experience, and I don't live naturally. I live supernaturally. I know I can go into heaven and get everything I need in a split moment. Praise God. Ah, man, I'm walking in the fullness of God. Are y'all hearing this?
3: Jesus. Amen.
2: Glory to God. That's why I don't understand why. Anyway, anyway, I'm done. Benefits. Benefits. Benefits of being baptized or filled with the Spirit. I'm I'm done. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Praise God. I'm just trying to help. I'm just trying to help. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Let the church say amen. You know what amen means? So be it, right? So if you say Oh man, amen, amen, you co-signed it. That means you got to go on to work tomorrow, a new you. Go on there with the joy of the Lord. Go on singing, praising God. Don't go in there complaining. Oh, Lord, I'm so tired. Oh, Lord. I know nah, I got to be at this place. Lord, gee, I could have shown up sleep slept in. Well, you couldn't sleep in because you need the monies. So you might as well, you might as well, might as well have a joyful day. Okay, here we go. I got, oh, Jesus, thank you. Okay. Um, I got some more minutes. Okay, I got some more minutes, and um, I'm not going to keep you that long. I was endeavoring. I really was. I, t- truthfully, I was going to give you all some change on the clock today. I said, I'm going to let them out early today. That's what I said. But see, y'all messed around and start pulling on some stuff. So it's really not my fault. I'm just following the Lord. See, if you didn't have attitudes on your job, I would never have said anything about that. Am I right about it? I say, am I right about it? See, he would have never brought that up if you didn't have attitudes on the, on the job. See, he brings things to my attention that you need help with. You hear what I'm saying? So see, if you, if you, if you just go work the Word, then we can just come in here and have praise service and receive the offering, and, and I'll be like, keep doing a good job, and we go home. That would be a different church, wouldn't it? Jesus. Ain't no issues. That'll happen after Jesus come back, y'all. Don't worry about it. Because we're still working on some stuff. All right, here we go. Can I, can I do this? Can I, can I, can I, can I do this? Um, I have... Um, let, me, let me tell you what I have first. I have um, four scriptures and one truth, and seven points. Can I do it? (laughs) It doesn't seem, (laughs) it's not as much as it seems. Ah, glory to God. Okay, all right, 10 minutes and I'm done. Okay, somebody give me a clock. 10 minutes and I'm done. Okay, you got me? You got me? Ten minutes? Okay. Here we go. Benefits of being baptized or filled with the Spirit. Numero uno. Numero uno. Okay. Uh, supernatural power to be witnesses to Jesus or for Jesus. Okay. First benefit of being baptized with the Holy Spirit is having or receiving supernatural power to be witnesses for Jesus. Now, that word power comes from the root word dunamis. Okay. Dunamis. Praise God, which means it also shares the same root word as from the word dynamite. Okay? So that's not talking about just any old power. We're talking about the power of God. Okay? We're talking about the power of God. The power of God which changes things, the power of God which, which removes burdens and destroys yokes. Amen? Y'all with me? So that's number one. Number two, second benefit is a supernatural way to talk to God. You receive a supernatural way to talk to God. Amen. When when we're filled with the Spirit of God, we're given the evidence of speaking other tongues, and that speaking with other tongues is a supernatural way to talk to God. Why? Because tongues tongues is something that you didn't learn in a classroom. It's a divine download, all right? Now, I, don't, I couldn't tell you what, uh, what dialect my tongue is in. I don't know. It's somewhere on in the earth, but I don't know where it is because sometimes it, it can be one and then it changes and it just flows, I, amen? But what I'm saying is I didn't learn how to speak in tongues in the classroom. I didn't go to a, a, a Bible class and they taught me how to speak in tongues. That's something that comes directly and divinely from God. It's a supernatural way for me to talk to God. Everybody clear? Now, let's go go back to 1 Corinthians 14, and let's look at something here. 1 Corinthians 14, and we're going to look at verse 12, okay? 1 Corinthians 14, verse number 12. Praise God, okay? Look at this. It says here, verse number 12, 1 Corinthians 14, Even so you, since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, let it be for the edification of the church that you seek to excel. So he's saying, listen, I want you to go after spiritual gifts, but I want you to make sure that the focus that you have or the motive that you have is that the church be built up. Okay? He says, therefore, let him who speaks in a tongue pray that he may what? Interpret. Why? So that the church can be what? Edified. Follow me so far? Okay, let's let's continue. Verse 14 says, For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays. Look at that. My spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. So he's saying that when you pray in a tongue, you bypass your thinking, you bypass all of your natural faculties, and your spirit man prays it out. I don't know about you, that's supernatural. Now, of course, you're using your mouth and your old vocal cords, but what I'm saying is you don't have to think about what you're praying about when you're praying in the Spirit because your spirit is navigating the prayers. Your spirit is generating the prayer from the utterance from Holy Spirit. So it's supernatural. Are y'all seeing this? He says in verse 15, what is the conclusion then? I will pray in the Spirit and I will pray with the understanding. I will sing in the Spirit, and I will also sing with the understanding. So in other words, it is completely under your control. I can pray in in the Spirit, or I can pray with my understanding when I decide. So I I don't have to have an encounter from God to begin to pray in the Spirit. No, I can pray in the Spirit at a drop of uh, drop of, of a hat. Or I can choose to pray in my understanding. But I also can sing in the spirit, but I also can sing in the, uh, my understanding as well. Y'all, get, y'all catching this? Amen. But what I want you to see is that it comes from your spirit man. It didn't come from your head. It comes from your spirit man. It doesn't come from your biblical knowledge. It comes from your spirit, spirit man who has Holy Spirit infused in it. So everything your spirit man is going to pray is going to be exactly what needs to be prayed. Why? Because it's being led and guided and directed by Holy Spirit that's in your spirit. So you can't miss it in this kind of prayer. You can't miss it. You can't pray the wrong thing in tongues. Because it comes from your spirit. Your spirit
3: man prays.
2: Now let me ask you a question. How many believe that Paul was a man of God? How many believe that Paul had great revelation? Check this verse number 18. 1 Corinthians verse number 18. Wonderful. It says this. 1 Corinthians 14, 18, Paul says, I thank my God that I speak with tongues. What? More than you all. So now, if tongues was wrong, would Jesus release it? If tongues were wrong, would Paul be using it? No. He said, I thank my God that I pray in tongues more than you all. And Paul was used to write almost two-thirds of the New Testament. The man had great revelation. You think this has something to do with it? I do believe it did. Because his spirit man was praying. And when his spirit man was praying, he was releasing the mysteries. And guess what? Revelation was being downloaded to him. Amen. See, Paul was well beyond this time. Most people don't know, but the epistles is a old, are older letters than the gospels. Paul had this revelation without Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Because it came directly from heaven. How do you think it got there? Through him praying in the Spirit. Are y'all with me so far? Okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Number three, the third reason, or or the third benefit of being filled with the Spirit is it is a supernatural way to edify and build yourself up. It is a supernatural way to edify and build yourself up. Let's go quickly to Jude 20 again. Jude 20 says that, but you, beloved... Building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the what? Holy Spirit. So now when you pray in the Holy Spirit, who are you building up? Yourself. You're building up yourself. You don't need additives, sugar, coffee, five-hour energy. You you just need some tongues. But you know what? It's easier to pop a bottle of five-hour energy and get some natural energy, but it's going to fade. This kind of energy that comes from the Spirit is going to be permanent, praise God. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you and quickens and quickens and makes alive your mortal body. So when you don't think you can go another step, bless God, begin to pray in the Spirit, and all of a sudden supernatural energy rises up from within, and you can keep on walking, glory to God. You can keep on talking. Are y'all hearing this today? But we are so easy to embrace natural solutions when we have supernatural ability at our disposal. Are you with me? We'll go spend money on natural things when God has given us everything we need free of charge. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Free of charge. He's given it to us to use. To go to the next level. To be successful in everything that we do. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Praise God. Glory to God. Everybody stretch forth your hands towards heaven. Father in the name of the Lord Jesus. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for the healing power of God. And Father we extend that power now. To affect the healing and the cure. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We call it Done. In Jesus' name, amen. Now let's thank God for it. Let's thank God for it. I said let's thank God for it. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Praise God. Let's thank God for it. Amen. Praise God. So now, let's, let's, this is number four, and then we'll be done for the day. I think I'm on my 10 minutes, okay? Look at this. This is a big one. This is a big one, all right? Fourth benefit of being filled with the Spirit. Listen, folks, all is well. Listen, all is well. I said all is well. I said all is well. So you got to understand, you got to understand the tricks and the ploys of the enemy. When we begin to speak and get faith for the supernatural, he will try to do things to distract. But he's a defeated foe. I say he's a defeated foe. All is well in Jesus' name. I said all is well. See that's what he does cuz he try to keep us in the natural realm. But we are designed to live in the supernatural. And whether there's symptoms or conditions, it doesn't change the fact that with his stripes he is healed. Are y'all hearing this this morning? So don't don't get don't 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 be moved by what you see. Don't be moved by what you hear. Only be moved by the word of God. Amen. Amen. So can we finish this and we can get out of here? Okay. Was that my law? Did somebody put 10 minutes on me for real? I think they did. Did somebody do that for real? Because, bam, it's 10 minutes. I mean, exactly 10 minutes. No, they didn't. Praise God. Who did that? I need to find the core prayer. Y'all, y'all, y'all need hands laid on you, praise God. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm messing, baby. Come on, let's do this number four and let's get out of here. Jesus. That is funny right there. That is funny. Okay, Here's a bi- it's a big one, though. It's a big one. Number four, the fourth benefit of being filled with spirit is that you'll have no more hindrances in prayer. No would you I said it right you 'll have no more absolutely no more hindrances in prayer. Your, your days of hindrances in prayer are over the moment you're filled with the spirit. Why? Because how can you go wrong by letting your spirit lead you in prayer? How can you go wrong letting your spirit lead you in prayer. You can't. Because the Spirit, as we saw two weeks ago, the Spirit leads you and guides you into all truth. So if He's leading and guiding you into all truth and you let Him lead you in prayer, there's no hindrance in prayer. I mean, some of y'all should just be like, praise God, I'm going to be filled with the Spirit just so I can pray better. Let's go to Romans 8.26 and I'm done, I promise. Romans 8.26, because I want to back this up. Romans 8.26. It says this, Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses. I'm glad for that. For we do not know what. That's important. We do not know what. Now, why does the Scripture say what? Because we should know how. We should know how to pray, but sometimes we don't know what to pray for. You see that? He didn't say, he didn't say for we don't know how to pray. He says, so for we do not know what we should, should pray for as we ought. Y'all see that? You should, all of you should know how to pray. and pray successfully. And if you don't, it's it's your fault. Because we provide those opportunities for you to learn how to pray every single month. And the Word of God would also teach you how to pray. So if you don't know how to pray, it's because you've chosen not to know how to pray. Okay. I'm just saying. For we do not know what, everybody say what. Now how, let me ask you a question: How many of you have ever gotten to a place where you just don't know what in the world you you, you how you can pray, or what in the world you, you you need to pray about about this? Anybody been there before? I mean, you've just hit a wall and be like, what what else can I pray? Been there before? You know what? Being filled with the spirit, being filled with the Spirit, eradicates that. Why? Look at this. But the Spirit. Everybody say the Spirit. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now that word groanings come from the same word as other tongues. So but what it's saying is that when we come up to a place where we don't know what to pray for, we can yield to the Spirit and say, Spirit, pray for what I need to pray for even though I don't know in my head. And then the Spirit will give me utterance to pray out in other tongues exactly what I need to be praying for at that time, bless God, for me to see some victory. Are y'all with me? And I don't know about you folks, that that in and of itself puts you on top in so many different things. Amen? Are y'all blessed today? Come on, let's stand and give God praise. Let's stand and give God praise. Thank y'all so much for staying hooked in for a few minutes. Praise God. Come on, let's lift our hands and give God praise. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you so much. We thank you so much, God. We thank you again for healing our brother today. We thank you that he's healed from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We come against anything that's trying to come against his body now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You said in your word in Psalms 91 that that no plague, will come now our dwelling. So we rebuke every deadly thing now in Jesus' name. Everything in this body normalizes and functions exactly the way you created it to function. And we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Devil, you don't ever win because you're a defeated foe. And we're serving notice on you now. Take your hands off every child of God in the name of the Lord Jesus right now in Jesus' name. Glory to God. 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 Come on, receive whatever you need to receive in this moment. Come on, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. God. And Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for releasing Holy Spirit in the earth realm. And I thank you that Holy Spirit is not only in every believer, but Holy Spirit can be up on every believer in Jesus' name. So, every head bowed, every eye closed, if you're here today, and first of all, if you're not born again, you're not a child of God. You're not a child of God then today is your day. This is your time. This is your moment. Right now. Not tomorrow. Not next week, but right now. If you're here today and you're not saved, you've never given your heart to Jesus, then now is your time. So if you would say, Pastor, that's me. I'm not saved. I'm not a child of God. I'm not, I'm not given my heart to Jesus. And you want to get saved today. You want to give your heart to Jesus today. We want to pray for you. All it requires on your behalf, on your behalf is faith. Believing in what God has already done. So if you're here this afternoon and you said, Pastor, that's me. I want to get saved today. Would you pray with me and for me today? Would you lift your hand so we can recognize it this morning? Praise God. That's you. Pastor, I'm not saved today. I'm not, I'm not giving my heart to Jesus. I'm not saved. But I want to get saved today in Jesus' name. Praise God. Praise God. Secondly, since you've designated that you're all saved, if you're here today and you're not filled with the Spirit, you do not speak with other tongues. And it may be because of some reason that I mentioned. Maybe somebody had told you wrong in your past. But through these lessons, you see clearly that the Word of God proves that being filled with the Spirit, being baptized with the Holy Spirit, is from God, and it is for you. If that's you today, and you said, Pastor, that's me, I'm saved, but I'm not filled with the Spirit. I not, have not been baptized with the Holy Spirit. I want to receive that today. Would you boldly lift your hand as you're standing today? Because we want to pray. I believe faith today is present for you to be filled In Jesus' name. Pastor, that's me. I'm saved, but I'm not filled. I'm saved. I don't speak in tongues, but I want to receive that today. Pray for me. If that's you, would you lift up your hand? Lift up your hand. Let me see it. Let me see it. All over the auditorium. Let me see it. I know there's someone here. I know there's someone here. I know there's someone here. Come on, let's just obey God and receive. It's going to be easy. I'm telling you, it's going to be easy. It's going to be so easy. Be so easy. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Oh, if you thoroughly today is is this if you're here and you want to connect with us, you want to become a partner of Faith Christian Center International. I just simply want you to obey God. I believe that every person needs to be connected to a good local church, and I believe this is one. Listen, we're gonna love you, we're gonna teach you, we're gonna encourage you, we're gonna help you grow and receive and be fulfilled in your life, in Jesus' name. So if you're here today and you sense a connection with my heart, my heart as a pastor, you sense a connection with this ministry, then I want you to obey God and connect. So if that's you, would you lift up your hand and say, Pastor, I want to connect, I want to be a part of this church today. Would you receive me as a partner? Would you lift up your hand right where you're standing today? Because we want to receive you as a part of this church in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Would you lift your hand if that's you? Lift your hand if that's you. Praise God. Glory to God. Listen, I I truly believe faith is present today. I'm telling you, faith is present. I don't do this often. But I only do this when I know that I know that I know. If you're here today and you say, Pastor, I'm saved but I'm not filled with the Spirit. But I want to get, I want to receive this second, I want to receive this experience that's so clearly outlined for every believer in Scripture. If that's you, I need your hand lifted so I can recognize you because we're going to pray for you. We're going to pray for you, and it's going to be easy. It's going to be easy. It's going to be easy in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Lift up your hand. I know you're out there. Lift up your hand. Glory to God. not begging you, just giving you an opportunity to receive this today in Jesus' name. Praise God. Listen, if you're watching us online through our campus, thank you so much for tuning in today. If, you, if one of those appeals were for you, then I want to hear from you. Would you send us an email at the email address on the screen that's behind me? I'd love to hear from you. We want to rejoice with you. Praise God. We want to uh, send you some information to help your relationship with God get started off on the right foot. Glory to God. Lift up your hand. I know you're out there. Lift up your hand. Glory to God. not begging you, just giving you an opportunity to receive this today in Jesus' name. Praise God. Listen, if you're watching us online through iCampus, thank you so much for tuning in today. If you, if one of those appeals were for you, then I want to hear from you. Would you send us an email at the email address on the screen that's behind me? I'd love to hear from you. We want to rejoice with you. Praise God. We want to uh, send you some information to help your relationship with God get started off on the right foot. And listen, we just want to love on you. So send us an email, let us know, hey, I, res- I made a decision for Christ today, and then we'll respond right away in the name of Jesus. Let's, let's celebrate those that uh, watch us online on today. Come on, let's give them a good, God bless you, in the name of Jesus. Amen.